What is going on? Welcome in to another edition of the DFS OG's podcast here on rotogrinders.com, covering everything from a betting perspective here. In week 13, we'll look back and see how Thanksgiving was for the guys, how week 12 went, and we will get into our picks from last week. I'm not going to spoil it, but it was one hell of a week. We want to talk about our sponsor here. Uh, before we do anything, BetMGM, make sure you head over there, use promo code GRINDERS. That's going to get your risk-free bet up to $1,000. All right, let's get into it. I'm Beer, joined as always by my boys, Head Chopper and Notorious Chop. Let's start with you, buddy. Thanksgiving is in the books. How was the holiday? How was the Thanksgiving slate? How was week 12? How we doing, my man? Doing pretty good. Uh, it's just uh, Thanksgiving, one of those things. Uh, you look forward to it, but when it's over with, you kind of breathe a little sigh of relief. Oh, yeah. It's a done deal, and then... You know, Thanksgiving is, a, is as far as the sports, it's, it's a little bit different now, you know, when, when, you're, when you're doing the RG stuff and, you know, it gets really busy and can kind of kind of somewhat suck the life out of it a little bit. It's not as fun as it used to be, but it's still good. So you get through the whole the whole weekend now, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, everything you got to do. It feels good to get past that and to start roll, rolling into the end of football now. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, college football's kind of closing out. NBA's hitting its hit swing now. You got the, the World Cup going on. So, uh, Noto, how are you, buddy? How was Thanksgiving? How was week 12? How are we doing, my man? Yeah, doing good. Thanksgiving. Uh, a lot of fun. Good to see the family, all that good stuff. Uh, eat some good food, some turkey beer. You should try it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, hey, my youths are in the Pac-12 championship. I didn't think it was even possible. And then uh, I checked the schedule this week. All of a sudden, they're in there. I think four things had to happen for them to get in there. So, pumped about that. Pumped about the USA uh, and the World Cup. They're uh, taking on the Netherlands on Saturday, I believe. So, yeah, it's a fun week. And, uh, yeah, glad we finally got off the schneid a little bit with the picks. Yeah, the picks were good. Now, as far as the turkey, we, we fired up three turkeys here at, at the house. So pl- plenty of turkey to go around. It, it's not my it's not terrible. It's just not my my favorite. I I go back to what Chop said last week. If you do it right, turkey is fine. Uh, there's other things that I prefer. It's not my my favorite meat out there, but uh, it is what it is. You got to cook it right. Don't don't dry the shit out. It's simple <laughs> as that. So, uh, as far as the picks, those were not dried out. 14 out of 15 in the best bets last week. So we hope the listeners out there not only had a good Thanksgiving, but made some money. That's a 90 some percent clip there on the best bets. So uh, like we always say, we're only as good as this week. So we hope to stay hot uh, and keep it rolling there, but uh, definitely our best week of the season. All right, let's move to Sunday jets and Vikings to open things up here. Uh, Opening line, Minnesota minus three and a half. That's come down to three total. Uh, at 44 and a half chop will stay with you uh like white show uh underway here uh if we talked about it last week if we thought they should bench zach wilson they make the move white comes in you know some of it lucky you know you can go in and you can you can nitpick all you want and but the numbers were still there uh much better than what zach wilson has been giving them so on the road here gets the vikings team we just talked about survive thanksgiving night against new england chop close spread here can the jets go on the road and get this done uh, I don't have a lean on the teams. I think this is a good over game, even though even though the Jets do have a good defense. I think it's a, I think it's a good over game because of Mike White and what he brings. I mean, you know, sitting there watching the Jets last week, and it was clear, clear as day, how much better he is in his offense than Zach Wilson right now. So, 
as long as he's there, I think there's some potential for the Jets, but I'm not going to – only a field goal. Nah, I think it's still a little bit – I think it's a little bit low. So I would lean towards the over. I'll say this much for last week. Boy, I'll tell you what, after that first drive of Mike White cooking up with Garrett Wilson, boy, I was cussing Roth, man. He got me off of Garrett Wilson because <laughs> of the snow or whatever it was yep, supposed to be. Yep. I, was, I was like, oh, no, I can't. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy did it to me. He did it to me again. I thought it was over with with baseball, but he got me again. But it's all good, Roth. We forgive you, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give him that one. And he's mostly right. So I uh, love it, though. That's, I, I was debating the same. I kept some Wilson in there. It was nice to see Elijah Moore actually uh, make an appearance as well. He found the end zone. So, no, no, new quarterback here for the Jets. Big game for both of these teams. It's not so much of a, you know, win and you got to get in the playoffs. But, you know, the Jets tied for first in that division. Vikings, you know, it's kind of getting back on track after they got shocked by Dallas. So, close spread here, Noto. What do you got, Jets and Vikings? Yeah, I also got burned, uh, switched out Wilson for Michael Carter, who then got hurt, and we had to watch oh, his backup, yeah. uh, you know, go nuts. But, hey, to be fair to Roth, I mean, the forecast was accurate. It was bad weather. Uh, it was raining pretty much all game. But, uh, yeah, the Jets just decided to air it out. And yeah, anyway, uh, this game, look, we've been talking about the Jets. If they had a competent quarterback, they would be, you know, even better than their 7-4 and four record. So, uh, I still think Minnesota's a little bit fluky. I'm going to take the Jets uh, on the road. Is it at three or three and a half right now? Uh, it says three here. Our official tally, I'd have to go look. So, all right. So if it's a, if it's at three, I'll just uh, I'll lean towards the Jets, but not lock it in. All right. Next game, Denver and Baltimore. Up next, uh, big spread here as we'd expect. Open Baltimore minus six and a half. That has ballooned to eight and a half total at thirty-eight and a half. Noto. So. Denver just keeps getting uglier by the week. I, I'm sure you guys saw by now the, the controversy in the sideline, the, the defensive player calling out Russell Wilson, and just an absolute mess here with Denver. Now go on the road, face one of the better teams in the AFC, who, no, no, you, you got to be happy. I mean, Baltimore once again finds a way to blow a double-digit lead. Jacksonville scores at the end, uh, then has the cojones to go for two, which why not? What do you got to lose at that point? Uh, Jacksonville pulls the upset. so. Uh, Ravens bounce back here, Denver. Can they score more than, I think it's 17 points. I don't know if they've done that all season long, Noto. So are you taking the points here with, with Denver or does Baltimore roll in this one? Yeah. So I think, uh, they've scored over 22 times this season, the Broncos, uh, and they lost one of those games. So, um, yeah, it's been ugly. I mean, losing to 13 to Sam Darnold and the Panthers, not great. Uh, I think we all kind of like Carolina last week. So that was a good call, especially you beer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't bet on the Broncos right now. I know the Ravens haven't been great. They continue to play these close games against bad opponents, but it's just, they're just not scoring touchdowns. I mean, they're moving the ball a ton and we're just seeing a bunch of field goals from, uh, from Justin Tucker. So I think the offense is going to eventually score some touchdowns. I'll bet on some positive touchdown regression coming and I will take the big favorite at home. I want to, I want to lock in Baltimore. I, I really do. I, I'm more on the lean here with the Ravens because they, they get these leads, they blow the lead. So I, I have a feeling Chop's going to come in strong here. He unmuted the mic right away. He's ready to lock in Baltimore, it feels like. But I'm going to lean towards the Ravens here. As bad as Denver's been, Baltimore's just not closing these games out. So Chop, stronger vo- a viewpoint here, Broncos-Ravens. What do you got, buddy? No, I don't have a strong viewpoint on this because as bad as the Broncos are, I know the Ravens' record looks fine, but they're just not they're just not impressive to me. Like what did what do they have on offense? They're missing their their best running back, Dobbins, who probably won't be healthy this whole year, doesn't look like. Uh so 
what they don't have Mark Andrews is their only real pass catcher. Eh, you know, they have like no receivers. And that's res- respectfully to Devin Duvernay and Demarcus Robinson. These guys are like three, four, fifth options on other teams, and they're trying to carry the load. Like he Lamar Jackson just doesn't have anything around him on offense that he can work with. That is just not impressive to me. So this is too many points for a team that's not very impressive against a team that's not impressive. So I'm abstaining from uh, any kind of lean here. I don't, I don't really have a lean. So if anything, I would say the under because Denver just, I mean, we're 11 games in now. You keep thinking, boy, they're going to turn it. Like now this is the week they open it up a little bit and let Russell cook and they just never do. So I just keep pounding the unders, I guess. I think they're trying to let him cook, and you know he's the guy that cooks the turkey and and dries the shit out. That that's been Russell yeah. Wilson this year. So maybe. It, well, you know what though? I'll say this is a uh, he's a certain style of quarterback. The best coaches find a way to utilize, you know, like with the talent you have, you build your system around it, even if it's temporary. You don't try to put the square peg in the round hole. And that's what they're trying to do with Russell. You should have you should have done this thing around Russell from the very beginning, and now you're now you're in no man's land. So, and you're counting on Latavius Murray. I mean, that, that's where we're at with, with the Denver Broncos. I mean, it's just a it's a disaster. So, no way I can bet on Denver. Under's probably the, probably the play chop. I, I think you're onto something here. So let's move on. Pittsburgh, Atlanta, up next. Uh, very close spread in this one. Open Atlanta minus one and a half. That has swung towards the Pittsburgh side. They now sit uh, at minus 142 on the total here. I have a best bet coming up. I've involved in a lot of Falcons games here. But, Chop, I'm going to toss it to you here. Uh, Pittsburgh awfully impressive uh, in that victory uh, in Indianapolis. Now on the road again here in Atlanta. What do you got here, Steelers, Falcons? Now I've got nothing for you. I don't know how this is going to play because you got a best bet coming up, so you must have a severe lean here, and I don't – and I don't see it, so I'm curious to see what you say. I am rolling with the Pittsburgh Steelers in this one. And the reason why, Atlanta's strength is they want to run the ball. That's what that's, We know that. They don't want to throw the ball. Kyle Pitts now out for the year. Well, the strength of this Pittsburgh defense is against the run. So it's strength on strength. This Steelers defense is going to be able to slow them down. And Kenny Pickett starting to get acclimated, starting to look a little bit more comfortable back there, making some of the NFL throws you'd like to make. You still see... Some of the rookie mistakes, and that one to Pickens in the corner of the end zone overthrows him. But all in all, I like the look of this Pittsburgh team. I know we've kind of bashed them all season long here, and I know Atlanta uh, been a team we've been cashing a lot of tickets on. But no, no, I'm going the other side here. I, I think they're going to slow this team down enough, do enough offensively, and under is probably in play here as well. But uh, give me the Steelers in this one. I'm, I'm in favor of the line movement here. So Pittsburgh, best bet number one for me. Yeah, I'm right in line uh, with your thinking. They would be a best bet for me if we had six picks. They would have been my my next favorite. Uh, the only thing that kept me away from it uh, is the short week. You know, sometimes that can uh, – and back-to-back road games. But uh, I agree with you. I think they're going to be able to stop the run in this one. And, uh, yeah, good luck to Marcus Mariota without Kyle Pitts. Uh, I just think uh, it's going to be tough. Minka Fitzpatrick is back for the Steelers. TJ Watts playing well. So I agree with everything you said. All right, next game up, Tennessee, Philadelphia, open Philly minus six and a half. That's come down to five and a half total at 44 and a half here, Noto. Uh, Packers gave it a run there in Philadelphia. What, what a fun game. At, at first, I was ready to shut the game off. It's 14 nothing. five minutes in. Like, this is a wrap. Then they come storming back, go back and forth. Uh, 
exciting game there with Philadelphia moves on uh, to 10 and one Titans uh, coming up short at home against Cincinnati. And that was that line. It just looked funny. Look weird. Cincinnati road favorites in Tennessee. Uh, I think a couple of us were on that one last week. They get the job done. So can the Titans bounce back here? No, or the Eagles keep rolling here at home. This is one of those games where the Eagles win, but uh, the Titans cover the spread. Uh, the Eagles, their biggest weakness on defense is the run game. Uh, we obviously know now that we're going to be in December, uh, it's Derrick Henry time. So I don't mind taking the points on the road. Tannehill's playing a little bit better. He finally has a wide receiver one and Burks. So I would lean towards the points, but I still yet to lock in my first best bet. I'm a lean here on the Titans as well. Uh, don't want to lock it in because they always scare me. Let's be honest. The Titans, they're one of those teams you feel great about. But you're right. The matchup, the running game, that's where you beat uh, Philadelphia. I don't think they're getting the big man back. I know they activated uh, Jordan Davis. That 21-day window is open. Not expecting him to be in that lineup uh, as soon as this week, but we'll see. Uh, Chop, Derrick Henry versus this Eagles defense. What are you doing here? Yeah, it all comes down to Jordan Davis if he plays or not. If he plays, he's a he's a certified run stopper, and that that's an immediate upgrade for that team. If he doesn't play, you got to deal with that. And then they've also lost their safety this week, at least for this week, probably a few weeks, probably several weeks. He led the he led the uh, NFL in interceptions. I don't I don't necessarily think that's a huge thing right there. That's kind of lucky, but it's still another starter on defense. So. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of in a gray area here on this game. I don't know how to play it, so I don't really have any particular opinion on it. All right, next up, Derek's Jacksonville Jags, fresh off that big win and road favorites here. No, no, I don't know how often we've been able to say that to, over the years, but uh, here we are. Detroit open as one point favorites. It swung to Jacksonville now one point favorites. A total of fifty one and a half. Chop will stay with you on this one. Jags an impressive win. Lions. Come close against uh, the juggernaut in Buffalo, but come up short once again here. So line movement moving towards Jacksonville, Chop. Do you agree with that, uh, with them being a road favorite here? I do not. Lock me in Detroit, best bet, at home. They're playing uh, really well right now. I, I was going to say as well as anybody in the NFL. They are pretty they're, – they're close to it, man. They're playing really, really good. So uh, they at home. They got to stay at home through Thanksgiving. Jacksonville coming off of that emotional win last week. I think there's a little bit of a, you know, maybe a downer effect on this game. So give me, lock me in Detroit here. All right, Derek, let's go to you. I, I don't have a strong lean here on this one. I, I, I lean towards the Lions. Uh, the line movement a little confusing as far as I'm concerned. Maybe it makes sense to you, but are uh, you backing your boys here? Or are you a chop on the Lions? I'm locking in the Lions as well for all the reasons Shop mentioned. Uh, they've been playing well. They won three in a row and nearly took out the Bills, and then they get 10 days rest. So, uh, yeah, I like the Lions in this one, the Jags. I just think, you know, get Trevor Lawrence on the road. He's made a lot of good plays this season, but uh, he continues to make some questionable throws late in games, uh, even though give him all the credit in the world for last week. Next game, Washington and the Giants NFC East battle. A big game here. Both these teams with seven wins. Uh, Washington open minus one. They're now up to two and a half point favorites in this one. A uh, total at 40 and a half. I have a best bet coming up in this game as well, but Noda will toss to you uh, here first. Uh, big matchup here uh, in the NFC East. The Giants started out hot, kind of fizzling out. Washington, on the other hand, started out a little slow, 
really starting to play the best football of the season here with Taylor Heineke at, at, under center now. So uh, big game here, Noah, to Washington, the Giants. What do you got? Yeah, interesting to see if our best bets line up uh, in this one. I like Washington, uh, and I like them quite a bit. I just, man, New York, their defense has been so bad. Uh, they continue to lose weapons in their receiving core. I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball. Washington uh, been fourth in DVOA against the run this season. They could get Chase Young back. And like you mentioned it, um, this team just gets up for Heineke. So, uh, yeah, I love Washington in this spot. Two for two on Washington. I'm with you. I love the commanders uh, in this spot. The line movement uh, with us as well. It's still under a field goal. So uh, still plenty of value on that, even though we didn't get it at minus one. Uh, I still like this spot. A lot of reasons you mentioned if Chase Young's back, that's only the, the cherry on top for me. Just to me, the better team playing better right now. Giants, you know, it's easy to figure out what they're doing. They don't have a lot of weapons. Shop talked about Baltimore's receivers. The Giants receivers are probably practice squad guys, so let's be honest. So you slow down Saquon, you keep Daniel Jones in the pocket, you likely win this game pretty easily. So Washington for me as well. Chop, are you joining us here? Are you going on the other side, or is this another abstain game? No, I was I was leaning towards Washington anyway, so I'll go ahead and lock them in uh, just for all, for all the things you said. The Giants are just starting to get just obliterated with injuries. Washington's playing good. They've been playing good since they made their quarterback switch. It's, it was clear that that was the big deal right there that changed their season around. So, yeah, the Giants were super lucky to be like seven and one or whatever they were. Give me, give me, lock me in, Washington. All right, three for three on Washington. Always a, a good thing when the three of us are, are aligned. So, next game, the narrative game of the week, Cleveland. And Houston, Deshaun Watson is back. And what a coincidence. Gets to play his old team in Houston in his first game. Let's take a look at the spread. Open up Cleveland minus five and a half. That has gone to Cleveland minus seven. Total at 47. So, Chop, a lot of talk about Deshaun Watson this week. What's he going to look like? Is he going to take his frustrations out on this Houston team? Houston been bad. Cleveland big win last week. How do you see this one playing out? You know, there's a there seems to be a lot of people expecting a lot from a guy who hasn't played football in nearly two years now. I Deshaun Watson hasn't he, you know missed all of last season so far. All of this there's a lot to process there, and he's got a new team, new weapons, new new everything. That's a lot, man. But with that being said, you gotta like me in Cleveland because Houston's in the toilet bowl right now. They they they're starting Kyle Allen. They're bad. What this is going to do, and quick season-long uh, shout-out here, I've got Nick Chubb. Man, I feel great right now about the Nick Chubb shares because oh, Deshaun's yeah. going to he's going to open this thing up for the running game. I think Chubb eats this week, and and Kareem Hunt. I think moving forward, this offense is going to get is going to be really is is going to be really good. So I can really legit see Cleveland maybe losing like maybe one game the rest of the year. Uh, maybe that's just me, but if Deshaun's anywhere near what he used to be, I really like. So lock me in Cleveland this week. I'll get the ball rolling on them. Best bet. Best bet. All right, Cleveland, uh, third best bet for Chop. I lean Cleveland. I don't feel as strongly about it here. I have the same questions uh, of what's he going to look like, but I, I don't know if the game chan- game plan changes that much. Like you said, Houston's the worst run D in football. Cleveland, that's what they want to do: run the ball. So. Big Nick Chubb week coming for sure. Kareem Hunt, 
not as involved as we've seen in the past, but but still a guy you could probably take a flyer on here. So I lean Cleveland here as well. No, no, I'm not going best bet on it. What are you doing here, Browns, Texans, Deshaun Watson Bowl? I'm actually on the other side. So, look, it's a revenge game for Deshaun, but it's also a revenge game for the Texans. I mean, Deshaun is the reason why they are such a bad football team. They had to trade him. Uh, you know, they were a pretty good team before, you know, all that stuff that he got into. So um, they can afford to win this game. They'll still have the worst record in the NFL. So if you're worried about them tanking, they can still afford to win a game. And, uh, and yeah, so I think they're going to show up. I think this is going to be their Super Bowl game. And, yeah, not locking it in, but I don't mind the Texans. Gonna say a best bet on the Texans <laughs> right now is uh, that's those are some cojones there. So, all right, uh, split game uh, on that one. Let's go to the next one. Green Bay and Chicago opened up Green Bay minus two and a half. That has gone to Green Bay minus four and a half. Total at forty three and a half. I have a best bet here. I'm gonna lead off. So there's no you know I'm gonna I want you to hear what I'm gonna say here, and uh, you guys can decide. But. I'm rolling with Green Bay in this one. And the reason why their backs are against the corner uh, and Aaron Rodgers for whatever we want to say about him, the injuries, this guy is, is feeling that pressure. He's come out and said, until we're mathematically eliminated, there's not going to be any Jordan love. I'm still the quarterback of this team, Chicago. Yes. They, they played a lot better than I think any of us realized here, but you know, Justin Fields, is he going to play or not? We, we don't know that yet, but I just think guys, Green Bay goes in there and gets this done and no, they're not the team they were in the past, but I've been on both sides of this. So this is not fanboy. This is not me always back in green Bay. I've taken both sides of this team. I think you see the best of this team this week. I think they win by a touchdown or more. I'm locking in the Packers here uh, as my third best bet. Noto, I'll toss it to you. Agree, disagree. How do you see this one playing out? Green Bay, Chicago. Yeah, you've bet against the Packers more often than not. You've bet for them a couple of times, and you've been uh, right pretty much every single time. So uh, our resident Packers expert, I have to agree with you. Look, if the Bears think Justin Fields is going to be their long-term solution, I don't think you can play him right now. Um, you don't want to risk further injury. You're already done for when it comes to the season. The line movement kind of suggests that Rodgers is going to play and the Fields is not going to play. So I'll lean with you, um, but not locking it. All right, Chop, let's toss it to you. Agree with me, disagree. Want to be on the Chicago side, something in the total. What are you doing in this one, Green Bay, Chicago? Yeah, I'm not. I don't really have a lean on it because I don't know what Fields, if he's going to play, and I don't know if he's going to run if he does play. He's kind of useless to me if he doesn't run and doesn't have 100% ability to take off on the ground. So because I have no idea how that's all going to play out, I don't really have an opinion on this game, but I trust you, though. All right, let's move to the afternoon window. Looks like a uh, four-game slate uh, for the 4-4-30 Eastern start. We'll start with Seattle and the Rams up first. Uh, a lot of line movement here. Seattle opened up minus three. Uh, that has ballooned to Seattle minus seven and a half, uh, as high as eight uh, in some spots, uh, mainly to do uh, the news right before we record. Aaron Donald not expected to play. Actually, he's been ruled out. So no Aaron Donald for the Rams just continues uh, to get worse here, Chop, uh, pretty much missing everybody uh, in this one total way down there at 41. So seems like an easy win for Seattle. The question is, are they going to cover these seven and a half, eight points here? Yeah, like I'm not – I can't lay seven and a half on the road for Seattle. Like their biggest – one of the biggest advantages they have is when they're at home. Not so much on the road. They've been, they've been good this year. They've been fine, six and five. I didn't even expect that, but – as bad as the Rams are, I don't want I don't want to give seven and a half for a six and five team. So I don't really have a lean here. Uh, 
like if you had to twist my arm, I'd be this is one of those games I'd be taking the under just because I don't, you know, slow pace. And the Rams certainly are going to have trouble scoring on anybody right now. So I lean towards the under. But as far as laying seven and a half on the road, no thanks, man. Yeah, same same for me. No, no way. I mean, like I said, Seattle likely wins this game, but but laying at seven and a half, eight points, it just doesn't feel good. I would also be on and under here, just probably an ugly game. Maybe Seattle does roll. You know, maybe the Rams only put three points on the board. You, you only need 17-20 to cover that thing. So uh, I'm staying away from it. Chop's staying away from it. Noto, any stronger feelings here either way on the spread? Anything on the total? What do you got here, Seattle and the Rams? Complete abstain for me. I cannot believe the Seahawks lost that game last week against the Raiders. I just, those are two teams that I've gotten wrong more often than any. So I can't do it. Uh, The Rams, I don't think, you know, Bryce Perkins offers much, but uh, I guess he looked okay in Kansas City last week. But yeah, seven and a half is too much. All right, let's get to the actual game of the week Miami and San Francisco here. Uh, The Mike McDaniel Bowl uh, going back to San Francisco. Uh, Niners uh, opened up four and a half point favorites. They are down to four here total, uh, sitting at 46 and a half. So no, no, this one should be fun. It's kind of strength on strength. We, we talked about it, uh, with Pittsburgh, Atlanta, but this is that, that high flying Miami offense against a San Francisco defense. It's really starting to round into form coming off a shutout of the, of the new Orleans saints here. So I know they're dealing uh, with some injuries, especially uh, to their running back room here, but, what gives here? Is the offense going to go in and score points here? Uh, is this defense going to slow Miami down? What are you doing, Dolphins, Niners? I know it was Andy Dalton last week, but you do not see shutouts very often in the NFL. I mean, this defense for the Niners is so good, and their offense just continues to get better. Um, for me, it's two strengths for the Niners. I think their offense is good. I think their defense is great. And then I think Miami's offense is good, but I don't think their defense is very good. So I'm going to take the home team. I might. I know you're not supposed to buy the hook, but uh, I might just get it at two and a half instead uh, with my actual dollars. But uh, I'll take the three and a half here. All right, Chop, same question to you. What wins out, offense in the Dolphins, this defense of the San Francisco 49ers? Great question. Uh, I don't know. Because the Niners are still dealing with injuries. Like, they're not even remotely healthy on defense just yet. They're going to be – they're going to represent the NFC in the in the Super Bowl if they can get healthy or stay healthy, get healthy and stay healthy. That's I mean I don't have any doubt about that. They're that good, uh, so I'm a little worried about the secondary this week because Miami has shown this coaching staff, man, they draw up really good plays to get their guys open. So that worries me, but I'm going to go ahead and lock in San Francisco here because they're just that good, and uh, I think. Uh, offensively, as long as McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, and all those guys are healthy, they're just going to steamroll people. So I'll lock in San Francisco, but they're just they're just on a different level, man, to me than anybody else in the NFC right now. I agree with you 100%. I think they're the best team. I think it's going to come down to them in Philadelphia. If it didn't, it would be shocking. Uh, they are that good. And like I said, they're not even 100% yet here. So to me, I, I'm leaning San Francisco. I'm strongly considering them as a the best bet. I'm not going to do it. I may circle back, but I think they have enough offense to compete if this does go to a shootout. You know, if Miami's putting up points, San Francisco can match. Where can Miami get that stop when they need to? Where we know San Francisco can. So when you compare all of the different units in this game, San Francisco just the stronger team on both sides of the ball uh, as far as being even keeled. So 
I'm I'm strong on the Niners here as well, Chop. Looks like the public is all over Miami. Just another kind of uh, card in our favor here is fading the public in this one. But uh, Niners, uh, Miami should be a fun game. Let's move to the next one. Chargers and Raiders uh, opened up. Chargers minus three. That has dropped uh, to one and a half total, uh, 50 and a half. So this is one a lot of people are going to be looking to uh, in DFS, especially Josh Jacobs coming off. Uh, that that runoff, whatever you want to call that, a uh, runoff in OT. Uh, good matchup here with the Chargers team that that simply can't stop the run here. So line ticking towards the Raiders. I have a best bet coming up in this one. Chop, what do you got? Chargers, Raiders. Well, I don't know who your best bet is, so I'm I'm not. I guess I won't put in a best bet on this one because I don't want to conflict. Well, I'll with go you. first. Then I'm I'm going with the right, Raiders. Me... I'm going I'm going Ooh, the Raiders. You like in this the Raiders? One. Okay. I, I do. I I think that the public's going to be all over the Chargers in this one, yeah. and everyone's how can the Chargers possibly lose to the Raiders? I I think the Raiders built a little confidence last week, going on the road, getting that done. It started off bad, but they bounced back. They stuck with it. They went in overtime. I think Jacobs is going to be a monster in this spot here. So the Chargers, yeah, they, they've had some nice wins on the road. I think they get tripped up in this one. So I, I'm going to Raiders here. So, Chop, you, you with me or you on the Chargers side? We, we so, can butt heads once in a while. Uh, I'm, I'm going to abstain then. I think that's fine. I, I was going to say Chargers, but I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lock them in now. I'll just say I lean Chargers. I'll say this much about DFS. It's so it's so funny sometimes that last week you're sitting there in that late window. What I needed was for somebody in the Raiders Seahawks game to go for two and in that thing in regulation. And I needed the Chargers Arizona to get to overtime. Instead, yep. the, the one game ends and then Josh Jacobs goes for an extra like 20 points on one run. Yeah, that one stung. And, sure. uh, you know, so it's completely buried. You go from like, oh man, I'm, I, if this plays out, these two games play out like that. <laughs> I'm going to win some money to being just like buried under an avalanche, man. So I guess it's funny like that, but I'm going to lean charges in this game, but yeah, it's fine. These are two bad teams. I don't know. I can't pick them right now. That, it, exactly. Two bad teams. I've decided this one's more of a, a gut feeling than anything with the, with the Raiders, but uh, we're riding with it. We're locking them in. No, no uh, thoughts here on this one. Chargers, small favorites here in Vegas. Yeah, back to DFS for a minute. Got a message from one of our subscribers. Lost 30K on that last run oh. uh, from Josh Jacobs. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think a lot of us felt that. I kind of needed overtime from the Chargers game, too. But, uh, yeah, I was going to lock in the Chargers, but I don't want to go against you, Beer. We need to uh, improve our record, not uh, not go backwards. So I'm going to lock in the Ravens instead if, uh, if you want to circle back to that one. It does look like Ronnie Stanley is going to play their left tackle. Um, they've been much better when he's been active and uh, he did practice on Wednesday. So I like that, but uh, yeah, I mean, the chargers should win this game, but you know, the chargers just to your point here, uh, they're going to do chargers things and they're probably going to lose. That's another thing you can always count on when you're going against the chargers is they just find a way sometimes. So a you know, hell of a win in Arizona. We'll see if they can continue that uh, in Vegas. I'm locking in the Raiders. All right. Chiefs and Bengals up next, probably the other uh, game of the week here opened up Kansas city minus three. That's come down to two and a half. Total at 52 and a half. So uh, these games have been fun over the years, uh, Noto. So uh, we get another matchup here. Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase expected back. Joe Mixon expected back. So uh, both teams should be at, at full strength as far as the stars go. Uh, Chiefs, small road favorites here. Do you agree with that? Something on the total we're doing here, Kansas City, Cincinnati. 
Yeah, so after a slow start, the Chiefs are the sorry, the the Bengals, they've just been awesome. I think they've covered the spread in six of their last eight or seven of their last nine. And uh yeah, the offense looks good. Jamar Chase should be back. Their defense has actually been much better than you might expect. I think they're top 15 against the run and the pass. So I would lean towards the home team. I know uh, you know, the Chiefs probably have some revenge on their mind. Didn't they lose to the Bengals in the playoffs? Yeah, it's AFC Championship, yeah. I believe. Yeah, so they probably got some revenge on their minds. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. This Bengals team just sits rolling right now. I'm locking Cincy in. Uh, best bet here in this spot. I agree with you. As good as Kansas City's been, you know, Cincy is playing with confidence, uh, going on the road, uh, beating a good Tennessee team, now coming home. They know this team well. Uh, they've played well against this team over the past couple seasons. So uh, for them to be underdogs, I don't even hate the money line here. Uh, if you get a nice number on it. So I'm going to lock my best best bet number five in here with Cincinnati. Chop, uh, Cincinnati pull the upset here or Kansas City get the W? Yeah, I'm not going to go against you guys on a best bet. So I'm just going to lean Casey. I just My thought process is that they really are going – they really do need to kind of like win out to secure that home field. To secure not only home field against Buffalo at some point, but you know, there's such a big uh such a big advantage to just being the number one seed, not even the number one and number two anymore, just the number one seed. So I think you know they lay all their cards on the table just about every week to win, plus the revenge thing from last year. Plus, I just think they're a better team than Cincinnati in general. And uh, so I'm not gonna lock it in though. And also, I forgot to mention it, Philly, Tennessee. DFS, you lock in AJ Brown because there's uh, some serious revenge going on oh, yeah. there. But no doubt. Uh, I f- forgot to mention that. But just a lean on this game, nothing big. That's you know some of those narratives. You know we, we throw them around, and mostly it's for fun. But that's a guy that was not happy with the, with the Tennessee Titans. So some of those carry a little bit more weight. Some of those guys that, that walk around uh, with a chip on their shoulder. So good call on that. And we don't talk a ton of DFS here on this show. Want to focus on the sports betting aspect, but. A good call there. So some quick numbers uh, here. Since he has won and covered six of the last seven against the Chiefs. So they have dominated uh, this series. So we'll, we'll see if Chiefs get back on track here uh, or if since he keeps rolling. All right, Sunday night football looking like the Colts and the Cowboys. Big number here uh, in favor of Dallas uh, up to 11 from an eight and a half open. A uh, total is sitting at 43 and a half. So chop. We'll go to you here on this one. Cowboys, a little bit of a scare there on Thanksgiving. They end up getting a W against the Giants. Colts look pretty bad, uh, uh, to be honest. Some, some bad. We saw the, the Jeff Saturday uh, you know, inexperience start to show its head here. Uh, loss at home against the Steelers. Now got to go on the road uh, and face one of the best, if not the best defense uh, in the league here. So Cowboys, big number here, Chop. You are a Dallas expert. Do they cover this? Indy stay within that 10, 11 points, or are you going somewhere in the total? Yeah, there's no there's no chance if I'm betting on this game that I'm going to lay 10 and a half, you know, to the Colts who not a good record, but they have like the formula that can beat the Cowboys, which is if they were to try to run the ball and they would commit to it, then they could definitely slow the game down, keep it low scoring and score some points at the same time, which is a terrible if you're laying 10 and a half. You don't want that. So uh, I'm not going to I don't have it a. If I was going to lean, I would lean towards the Colts, but that's just very minor. I, there's no way I'm laying 10 and a half if I'm, if I'm betting on this game. 
Yeah, I would probably lean the other way, but I don't have any strong uh, takes. No, no best bets left. No, no bullets left in the chamber for me anyway. But this is a game uh, I would likely stay away from. You know, maybe a, a play on the over. But even that, you know, if the Colts get it going, they run the ball. That's it, chopping up the clock. So I'm just gonna stay away from this one. It's a big number. No, no, any stronger feelings here? Sunday Night Football, Indy, Dallas. Oh yeah, lock me into the Cowboys. Come on, Matt Ryan. Ooh. Matt Ryan against his pass rush. Yeah, he's going to commit four or five turnovers. This thing's going to be uh, over by halftime. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the end of the Colts game. They had three timeouts, less than thirty seconds, and they decided to just hurry and rush the plays was, instead was, of using their timeouts. It was so bad. I don't know if it's inexperience. I don't know if they're just like tanking, but kind of trying to stay competitive. I don't know what it is, but I don't. I don't trust this team. Uh, and I just think the the pass rush is just going to tee off on Ryan. Noto drops the Dallas hammer. So yep. Cowboys, that's your fourth best bet by my count. So either you got one coming up or we'll have to circle back. Chop, I have you for four uh, here as well. Monday night football up next. Our last game here in week 13, New Orleans traveling to Tampa Bay. Bucks open six and a half point favorites. That's come all the way down to three and a half. Uh, total at 40 and a half. Noto will stay with you here. Saints have owned Tom Brady and Tampa Bay here. So, uh, but this is not the same New Orleans Saints team that we've seen uh, over the past couple of years. We saw them get shut out in San Francisco. It's still an Andy Dalton led offense. Tampa comes up short once again, overtime loss uh, in Cleveland. So, uh, two teams licking their wounds, two teams very much still alive for this division championship. Uh, what are you doing here, Monday Night Football, New Orleans, Tampa Bay? Yeah, all four teams in the division with the losing record. Pretty bad. Um, The winner of this is probably going to be in good shape unless the Falcons win this week. So, look, I lean towards Tampa. They're playing at home, but uh, I I can't put a best bet on it. So circle me back for the Niners um, for my last best bet. But, yeah, you mentioned it. The Saints defense has played well against Brady, and three and a half seems like a lot for Tampa right now. Yeah, that's where I'd lean the New Orleans side. It's just Tampa's not scoring points. So if, if New Orleans can put anything up on the board, they only got shut out last week. That's against a much better defense in San Francisco, at least in the way they're playing. Tampa on paper supposed to be a good defense, uh, but a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball. Now Tristan Wirfs uh, looks like he's going to miss some time. So I think New Orleans going to be able to generate enough pressure, uh, either win an ugly game or keep it very, very close. I would go with the Saints and the points in this one. Chop, finish this up here week 13, Monday Night Football, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. I am locking in New Orleans on this one. I'm going to take that little hook and I'm going to run with it. Uh, you know, the Saints have been a disappointment. They've been bad this year, but they've been, like, affected by injuries as much as anybody in the NFL. Tampa Bay's been bad, and they don't have as much of an excuse on that front. They've just been bad. Temp, I mean, Tom Brady's just not been good. So it's all come kind of crashing down on him. And uh, I don't see how that changes too much anytime soon, whereas the Saints, maybe you get lucky. Maybe some of those offensive line guys end up getting healthier or the secondary guy. Maybe Lattimore comes back and, you know, gets healthier as we go on here. So at least they've got some hope. I don't think Tampa has much hope here. So I'm going to lock in the Saints here and also the Saints, man. They better get, they better kick it in gear because Philadelphia well, owns that pick. And I, I'm going to ask, did they go back to Jameis Winston this week? And it's not the narrative of you're going back to Tampa Bay, but have we seen enough of Andy Dalton? I mean, oh, good lord, you got to you got to do something. Your, your season is ago. you still have a chance to make the playoffs. Why do they continue to roll this guy out? Face him, pal. 
something. Yeah, something just changed it up. But uh, regardless, there's no reason for them to think about tanking because Philly owns that pick. So you might as well win as, as many as you can. You're not like the Colts over there or any of these other teams trying to sneak, sneaky. What is it? Quiet quitting, quiet tanking. Timid, we'll call it timid tanking. Like when you when you like that. But I just, yeah, Tampa, man, for as much as we are coming out of a bye week, oh, now, okay, they're going to get right now. Nope. Nope. You know, the same old, same old for Tampa all year long. So I'll take, I'll take that hook and field goal and go with the same two. It's got to be it for Tom Brady, don't you think? No, that, that, that's one side mm. of the argument. The other side is watch this guy. They sneak in the playoffs, and he goes on some crazy run and ends up back in the Super Bowl somehow. So You know what's crazy? He's fourth in passing yards this year. Wow. I would not have got if you would have, if you had had to guess, I wouldn't have put him in the top ten. I know. But he's only got 14 touchdowns. Everyone else around him is like in the mid-20s. Crazy, crazy season, no doubt. All right, let's recap uh, the best bets. Noto went with Detroit, Washington, Baltimore, Dallas, and San Francisco. Chops got Detroit, Washington, Cleveland, San Francisco, and New Orleans. And I am locking in Pittsburgh, Washington, Green Bay, Las Vegas, and Cincinnati. So hopefully we can replicate uh, last week 14 out of 15 on the best bets but let's get our final thoughts here week 13 Noto, what do you got oh i got nothing uh, a little tired after uh thanksgiving 13 nba games on wednesday uh yeah i'm ready for you got uh, your work cut off for you i can see why you're tired nba is uh we know injuries galore ton of games so Noto gonna be busy here uh for the last couple hours so make sure you're checking out uh, all the great content uh, not only nfl but nba uh, over at Roto-Grinders and at scoresandodds.com. As we look right now, there's over 20, 25 bets uh, up on the site uh, for NBA just for a Wednesday night. So that's kind of content you can expect over there. If you haven't checked it out yet, uh, go and do that at Scores and Odds. Chop, final thoughts, week 13, buddy. What do we got? By the time everybody listens to this, it'll be December. So it means we're kind of winding. We're winding down so much that we got two weeks left before the Fantasy playoffs, and uh, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I just oh, took over. Two to away. I just away, took John. over first place oh, in boy. the standings. Uh, so uh, I'm ready, man. My team's looking looking stacked. Was this, guy, uh, when do the playoffs start in in said league? 15, this, uh, 16. 15, okay, all right. Couple couple weeks left to, to lock in that number one seed. So oh, I need what, it. That little extra cheddar, a little extra cheddar there, man. If you lock in that number one seed, I need it. There you go. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, as always, for listening here. Uh, appreciate all your support. If you're on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, you don't miss any of the great content here. Check out Scores and Odds. Roto Grinders, ton of great DFS information if you're looking for that over there. Ton of podcasts. Just great stuff going on in all of the major sports uh, each and every day. For Notorious, for Head Chopper, I am Beer. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you so much for listening. Best of luck. With your bets in week 13, we'll catch you next week. Kick off the new pro football season with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code GRINDERS and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only, must be 21 years or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario, new customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification 
and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 in Tennessee or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.